welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. Glory to God. So briefly, we will just delve into what we have this morning. Matthew 9, verse 14. There are different accounts, but let's just go into it. Matthew 9, verse 14. It says, I'll be reading from the Passion's translation. It says, the disciples of John the baptizer approached Jesus with this question. Why is it that we Pharisees, why is it that we and the Pharisees fast regularly, but not your disciples? So I'm made to understand that John disciples have, John the baptizer had his own disciples as well as the Pharisees, just as Jesus in the old, I had to, in the olden days, they have, when they have um, priests, when they have um, um, priests over certain um, region, you find out that they have their own disciples. So it was not only limited to Jesus. So John um, the Baptist had his disciples and their Pharisees, they also had their people. So everybody had who they were taking trainings from. So John was teaching some persons. He was bringing them up. As Jesus was teaching some persons, John was there as well. Glory to God. And verse 15, he says, Jesus replied. So they are asking, why is it that John's disciple and we the Pharisees fast regularly, but your disciples do not? Jesus replied, how can the son of the bridal chamber grieve when the bridegroom is next to them? But the days of fasting will come. Some, some, somebody wanted to be happy about it that, okay, if Jesus, they were not fasting now, so why, why are we fasting? But Jesus answered and said, the days of fasting will come. How many of you fasted? We had three days fasting and prayer. Okay. He says, the days of fasting will come when the bridegroom is taken from them and would men worn out, worn out clothing sorry when the bridegroom will be taken from them he says and who would mend one out clothing with a new fabric when the new cloth shrinks it will rip making the old worse than before and who will pour fresh new wine into an old skin eventually the the wine will ferment and make the new wine burst losing everything the wine is spilled and the wine skin is ruined. Instead, the new wine is poured into a new white skin so that the both are preserved. Glory to God. Looking at that scripture, you could see there was a kind of conversation. Okay, why? Some people get mind though. They were asking Jesus. Jesus, why? <laughs> Abby, why is it that you are feasting? But if we look at those at the verses before then you would you would see that jesus was feasting because he um because of matthew he called matthew in matthew the tax collector 
and because he was excited about what he has received from God, he called his fellow tax collector and, called, and said, come and see you. Come and see. But because of the old Pharisees with their old mindsets, ah, Jesus, imagine somebody in this church seeing me in uh, Lesuka on Friday nights and I'm dancing Buga, Buga. Uh, uh, Doris just said, ah, this pastor tire is not, we are just calling our pastor tire for nothing. No. Whether or not, knowing what I was doing there, probably I was doing that to attract those kind of people to God. I've seen the new. How many of us know the new? I've seen them go to, go to clubs to preach the gospel. I, I follow them a lot because they are new minds and all of that. They go to the club. They go to places where things are happening to preach the gospel, to hand over hand bills to them and say, come to Christ. But for the Pharisees, because of their old mindset, that how can we be dining with unbelievers? How can I be, how can I be talking to, like um, princess was saying that, Lord, I don't want to be a mechanic. They went um, on outreach yesterday and she was talking to a mechanic, saying, Lord, I don't want to be a mechanic. But she went there regardless. That was a, a joke anyway. How can we be dining with unbelievers? How can a whole Jesus, the savior of the world, bring himself to the level of whining and dining? The party was not a small party because there was wine. Glory to God. So we, a lot of times we have old mindsets like throughout the course of grace culture we're talking about our new nature our divine nature in christ we have a divine nature yes we are new we are born again christians but that doesn't limit us from talking to someone that is not a believer that is the essence of the death and the resurrection of christ hallelujah so that is the essence our essence is to reconciliate man back to god that's the mandate he has given you and I. Glory to God. Is somebody following me this morning? So the Pharisees, because of their old mindset, there's something about the old. There's a saying that you cannot teach um, a old, uh, the old a new trick, right? Because they are used to, they are comfortable. This is the way we do our things. This is the way it is done before your father and your father father was born this is the tradition this is the culture this is the mindset this is the system so here we find out that there is a there is a comparison between system there's a comparison between jesus coming into into the picture and what was there remember jesus did not come to abolish the law as at that time what god gave to them was useful for their generation glory to God so what God gave to them was useful for their generation so the fact that Jesus came into the picture doesn't make what they were doing wrong yes they were they were observing fast in the Old Testament they, they observe fast for atonement of sin they have to fast they have to wear sackcloth fasting is a is, is a form of grieving you, like you're mourning someone you are just there okay because you sinned that was for their generation but Jesus stepped into the picture 
and there was about to be a system change. Hallelujah. There was, about to, there was, there was a, an introduction of something new. An introduction of something new. But because of the old mindsets, oh, this is how it's been done. In the, in the, the Pharisees, they fast twice a week. Every week, oh. As in their own, they're serious, past Jesus. They were too serious. They have to fast every week. So imagine they are fasting and somebody is eating burger and chips and everything beside them. And you are claiming that you are the savior of the world. Like, guy, you are not born again. That was just the mindset. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It says, and we would pour fresh new wine into an old wine skin. There's something we need to note about, about wine skin. Wine skin is made from animals. It is used to store wine in the, in the days of the old. And one thing is that, okay, when we say old wine, for something to be, for, when we say old wine skin, for something to be old, that means it was formerly new, right? It was new. So the wine skin is for preservation of wine. And one thing that happens when you pour new wine, into a white skin is that it ferments it stretches because of the transformative process it, it begins to stretch there is a reformation there is a transformative process that, ha that it has to undergo so it stretches because it has elasticity so it stretches so when it stretches and stretches for instance you have you've kept this wine for like a year two years at some point, it gets to a limit where it cannot stretch again. Is somebody getting something this morning? It gets to a point where it cannot stretch again because it has passed its elasticity um, frame. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So in Jesus Christ, there's always that becoming. There is a becoming. The Pharisees weren't seeing that. They just said, oh, this is, this is the way things are done. Why would you do this? Why would you come and counter what was, what was before? Hallelujah. So there's something you need to know about old, the old wine skin. It loses capacity to stretch. It loses its capacity to stretch. God is not saying drop the old because it is spoiled. It is not spoiled. But that time, the, the, the time of use has passed. It was useful at some point. But now you can no longer use it because it has, it has lost its capacity to stretch. It has lost it, the capacity to grow. It has lost the capacity to transform. It has lost the capacity to become. It, has lack, um, it is lacking flexibility. It cannot expand. It cannot adjust. Glory to God. But when a new wine is introduced into a wine skin, because it is new, there is transformation. There is adjustments. There is reformation. There is growth. Because it is new. There's one thing, one area of emphasis. It says when, when you put the new wine into the old wine skin, what happens at the end is that it bursts. 
it bursts because it, it doesn't have the capacity again it has lost the capacity to stretch it bursts and as a result of that you lose the wine and you lose the wine skin glory to God glory to God So as new creation, as new creation in Christ, the Bible says that any man that is in Christ is a new creation. Can you say I'm a new creation? Do we have someone here that has not accepted Jesus? No, there's nothing to be ashamed of. It says anyone that is in Christ is a new creation. Glory to God. I would like us to look at that scripture. 2 Corinthians 5.17 A translation says now Media, okay Media, please help us It says now If anyone is enfolded into Christ He has become entirely new Glory to God When we are talking about new It's not as if you were torn They tried to patch you if, you, if we observe that story, he was talking about the, the patching of a new cloth with an old cloth. Sorry, an, um, an old cloth with a new cloth. So it, it was not as if as you came into Christ, God was just patching some things in your life. No. You're a kind of being that has never existed before. Hallelujah. He says, now if anyone is enfolded into Christ, he has become entirely new creation. Can you say, I'm a new creation in Christ? He says, all that is related to the old has vanished. All that is related to the old is vanished. Behold, everything is fresh and new. Can you give glory to God? Say, every, turn to your neighbor and say, everything is fresh and new. Say everything is fresh and new. But let's look at Colossians 3, verse 10. The fact that you came into Christ, you received Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, doesn't mean that you just remain. There is a beholding that brings about a becoming as you behold yourself. It's just like ladies, we like we love glass. Even my small Amaris, if I put that to a dressing mirror. She will smile. I'll be like, do you understand what you're seeing? Glory to God. So Colossians 3 verse 10. It says, for you have acquired a new creation life, which is continually being renewed. Continuous renewal. Can you say continuous renewal? Being renewed into the likeness of the one who created you giving you a the full revelation of God the revelation does not come once the fact that you are, that you are born again doesn't mean that Jesus will just reveal everything in a flash and say this is it this is how the life will be this is what will come out this is no it's as you, as you stay and spend your time with the father on the word of God and prayer through meditations it begins to reveal to you hallelujah glory to God so like I was saying about the old white skin there was an interruption Reverend K said something he said when God disrupts something there are sometimes God disrupts God disrupts our life just to reset our lives so there might be a, a, a disruption 
for a resetting. There's a disruption for a resetting. At, at every point in time, there's always a disruption. And there is a spiritual formation that you have to be in for you to take in whatever the Lord is ministering to you at that point in time. Is somebody getting something this morning? So as, as new creation in Christ Jesus, we have our reality. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. But for us to enforce our reality, we have different realities that we need to study the Bibles to, to come into. Hallelujah. You need to study the Bible. That's why we have the, the epistles. For you to know who you are in Christ Jesus. Turn to your neighbor and say, do you know who you are in Christ Jesus? Do you know what you have in Christ Jesus? Some people don't know what they have. It's just like you having an account that um, you don't have access to receiving alerts. And you don't know, okay, let's just paint a story. I'm not a good storyteller, but let's just paint a picture. Just like, okay, somebody, somebody's father passed and um, the person does not know that the father kept 100 billion in the account. And, and the, the thing is, the account is somewhere in the house. It's just like all this, um, what do they call it? All this olden days lock and key kind of stuff. You have 100 billion in, living with you in the same apartment. But because as the father passed, you did not do thorough checking to see what the father left for you. You are now suffering. You are now begging for Gary 15 era. Can you tell somebody why now? Because you've not done a thorough checking. You've not delved into the word to know what you have in Christ Jesus. We have so many promises in Christ. We have so many things that God has done, Jesus did for us as a result of him going to, to the cross. He has taken away cause from amongst us. He has given us everything new. He has given us all that pertains to life and godliness. But do you know what you have? Can you turn to your neighbor and say, do you know what you have? So in order for you to know what you have and to become what God wants you to be, you need to keep beholding. Hallelujah. You need to keep beholding. You need to keep renewing your mind. Glory to God. Glory to God. Is somebody with me this, this morning? 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18. Media, can you help us? together please want to go we all with unveiled faces so there is a transformation for a new creation the fact that oh your life is okay see Daniel the way she's looking sharp now and all of that. Some people will feel that all our problem has been. Yes, all our problem is solved. But there is a greater glory for her. Can you turn to your neighbor and say, there is a greater glory for you. There is a deeper revelation for you. Glory to God. So when we are talking about the old and the new, the old nature is that sinful nature that lies. Sometimes you just take five, even during church service, take five minutes to go and smoke some things just put some things in your system 
glory to God. That is the old nature. The fact that you come into Christ doesn't mean that all the sinful nature just drops, boom. Some people, when, when, when somebody says, I'm a believer, they just expect you to be perfect. All of a sudden, even Dr. K was like, it was during the course of grace culture. He said there was a point that he had to talk to one man anyhow because he was angry. So the fact that you're a new creation doesn't mean that you are all perfect. Everything is 100%. Like, everything is not 100%. There has to be a transformation as you renew your mind through the word. Glory to God. Romans 2 verse 2. Romans 12 verse 2. It says, don't become so well adjusted to the culture. So there, there's a way people do things in this world. It says, do not get adjusted to the culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. Jesus Christ has done it all. He has paid the price. You don't need to upgrade, upgrade the revelation. Jesus has done all has done it all you don't need to upgrade the message of grace he has paid it all when you when he died you died when he rose up you rose with him glory to god he says fix your attention on god and you will be changed from inside out so there's a transformation that comes from within can you say from within he says readily recognizing what he wants from you and quickly responding to it can you say like never before in this season I recognize what is required of, of me by God and I respond to it so when that revelation comes to you what do you do with revelation some of us have so many notes that we've written what God wants you to do so many vision but are you walking in it are you responding to it when prophecies are given we have this mindset as believer that okay because they said it's a season of dominion we will just start walking in dominion meanwhile you're in your house from morning Monday to Friday sleeping and eating a bar and when it's time for dominion prayer your PJ will always say let's take dominion in prayer you know say I dominate I dominate I dominate Outside, outside that prayer, are you responding to the instructions of God per time to bring you to that place of dominance? It's not about you saying, I dominate, I accelerate, I do this. And God is telling you, like last week, he was talking about business. God is telling you, this is what you should do where your business is concerned. And you are sleeping when it's time for dominion prayer. I dominate, I accelerate, I dominate. My dear, you are sleeping on a long thing. Glory to God. So how, how quick do you respond to the word of God? Are you ready to stretch yourself in the spirit? To receive instructions? Hallelujah. Are you ready to take, take in what God is saying to you per time? Glory to God. He says, unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of maturity God brings the best out of you so the, the, where you are there is a greater place compared to where you are right now there is something greater there is a greater revelation there is a newer insight because of late we've been talking about new insight new insight as God gives you 
the inside for now there is another inside for tomorrow so do not stay don't stay boxed don't don't just stay boxed and say okay god has said we will dominate and you stay there no we are moving can somebody say we are moving we started illumination god said accelerate we've moved from accelerate god said dominate we move from dominate god says new wine so there is something new can you turn to your neighbor and say there is always something new there is always something new that God has to communicate per time just for us to become. Can you say to become like him? To become like him. Glory to God. He says as, as we unveil our faces, as we behold ourselves in the mirror, we become like God. That means when you look at the scripture, this is what God says you are. You go there, you adjust your face. Ladies like makeup. When you do um, eyeliner, some, sometimes eh, of late I don't even have time for because it's stressful. When you do eyeliner and the black thing comes here, you'll be looking for something else to clean it. Before you try to clean down, another black thing has entered your face and you'll be like, come on, what's going on here? So as we behold our face in the mirror, we begin to adjust to become more like him. We begin to come into that place. We begin to enforce our dominion. We enforce our reality. Dr. K was talking about the current situation of um, Naira right now. But it, that is not our reality. It is not our reality. He says don't jackpot or lose relevance, right? The, the fact that it is the world system, it is what is going on right now, doesn't mean that is what God wants you to do. Doesn't mean that is what he's saying to you. So the fact that Doris will say, Oh, Pastor T, it's Canada. Canada, Locon, Emi Locon. Me, I'll now say, Ah, baby, Afana. Doris is going to Canada. We too, let's just attach ourselves. No. So you must be in a place where your mind is open to receive of God. Where your mind is ready to stretch, you must be ready to stretch because there is more for you, there is more wine for you, there is newness for you. Hallelujah! Can you say, I'm ready to stretch in the season, I'm ready to grow and transform? So, there is a transformation that needs to take place, there is a beholding for there to be a becoming. There is a beholding for that to become, for that to be a becoming. Because we, we don't just get there like that. We keep beholding him till Jesus comes. We keep beholding. Yes, we get this one. We keep staring at it so that we will live a, dom a, a life full of dominion here on earth. We keep walking towards it. Hallelujah. By the help of the Spirit. Glory to God. So as we constantly reset our minds with the word of God, our spirit comes in sync with the spirit of God. We position ourselves well enough to receive from the spirit. And as we get instruction and obey, we enforce our realities all around us. Glory to God. So the, the old, there's something about the old you need to know. The old is self-reliance. The old is, is, what will I call it? They feel that they can do it. It's by works. Okay, it's by fasting two times a week. It's not by like that. 
It's not like that. As a new creation, you need to rely solely on the Spirit of God and of the Word of God to bring about your transformation. Glory to God. So this season, like never before, keep your heart open because there is more for you and I. There is more for you and I. Can you say there is more for me? And my heart is open to receive of it. So when you renew, you are conscious of who you are. You are conscious of the reality, of your reality, as it is written in the word of God. And that the life and the nature of God is what you have. And it supersedes any other life. Can you say my nature, my divine nature, super, supersedes any other life? And that the reality of our new creation should be what we are concerned about on a daily basis. As a new creation, you need to enforce your reality. Because what we see in the world right now is an opposition to what God is telling us. Imagine they are saying accelerate and you look at your bank account and you see it's five naira or 0.00 cobble. I'm just using money as an example. Or they are saying, oh, dominate. And you're in a space where you have God-given talents and it seems nobody wants to hear your, your song. Just like... Um, when you watch all these American movies, for them to get to platforms, they'll be giving their CDs out to producers for them to listen. Some of them, as they bring it, they'll just straight in the trash, bam. And God is still saying, dominate. And your, your music, uh, whatever, is still being thrown into the trash. You will not be like, how do I dominate when I'm not even heard? Glory to God. But keep doing what you're doing. Keep stretching. Because you're building capacity. You're building the tenacity that you need to receive of God, to receive what is available to you and to come into that place that God wants you to, to, to come into. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Some, has somebody gotten something this morning? So one of our realities is that we have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ is so is up there, but God is saying that you have the mind of Christ. Can you can you even imagine it? You are more than a conqueror. Yes, situation is opposing it, but you are more than a conqueror. So as a conqueror, you need to enforce it. That I know that I am more than a conqueror, and a conqueror I will be. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So is somebody ready for a new wine this season? Remember, you need to stay open. You need to be ready to stretch. You need to be ready to study the word, to stay on the word. You need to be ready to transform. Don't say, this is the way I, I do my things. There are some people that will say, no, Pastor T, that's the way I do it. It's not the way you do it. If you have a mindset of, this is the way I do it, you will not... You will not move forward. At a certain point in life, there is a shaking that comes to us as believers. There's a shaking. 
it's like everything is just disrupted. Everything is scattered. I've experienced something like that. It's like everything that you think was all together was just became disrupted. And the disruption is not because you are worse. The disruption is for the new that is coming. The disruption is for the new that is coming, but you need to be open-minded. Don't say, oh, because God has disrupted my plans in this area, I'll just stay there. That means God doesn't love me. He loves you unconditionally. And he always loves you regardless. But the disruption is for a reset. It's for something new. Can you say, I'm ready for something new? So there is a notion of transformation and self-actualization as we behold. You see yourself the way God sees you. You become. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So this season, like never before, as, word will be, as words of prophecy, as our pastor declares over you, be open-minded. Remember, for you to drop the old, you need to stay in the word enough for your spirit to become in sync with the spirit of God. So as the words we declared over us as a church, as individuals, be ready to take in, be ready to process it, be ready to grow, be ready to run with it. Don't be comfortable where you are. Turn to your neighbor and say, don't be comfortable where you are. Don't be comfortable where you are. Where you are is not the best of God for you. There is something brighter. There is something better coming. There is something better coming. Yes, we, some months back we said better is coming. But another better has come. So the fact that we said better is coming that last time doesn't mean that the better, better not they come again. Better still they come. Do you understand? That is the way we are when it comes to our new creation reality. You can't, be, you can't receive all of it at once. It keeps getting better. Can you say it keeps getting better? Can you turn to someone and say it keeps getting better? It keeps getting better. Oh, shaka balabasha. So what new wine does to you is that new wine stretches your capacity. Your capacity is being stretched for what is coming. Your capacity is enlarged because you're ready to move forward. You're ready to, you're ready to run. Glory to God. So don't receive new revelation into the old system. Don't say, okay, this, is, this was what God told me. This is what I'm running with. No. Something is changing in the realm of the spirit. There are always changes. There is a new, there's always a new spiritual formation. There's a formation in the spirit. There's always a formation in the spirit. And you need to be up to date to receive of it. Hallelujah. Is somebody ready to receive of God this morning? Can we rise to our feet? The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Ministries International. For information about Kingsword Ministries, visit us at kingsword.org for information and additional resources. Thank you for listening to this message. And remember, 
where the word of a king is, there's power.